0: Super Talk, Mississippi Media Production.
1: Howdy, howdy. It's Rhino here, and I wanted to say thank you for listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk, Mississippi.
0: Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk, Mississippi.
2: Good morning to you how are you on this monday dave Hughes in on middays again live in the element wealth studios after a wonderful weekend hope yours was wonderful as well rhino how was yours buddy oh it wasn't too bad did you relax
1: i did i got to relax got to decompress got to hang out with friends watch some football and even stayed up really late to watch a race that got rain delayed <sighs>
2: Yeah, it's really weird sitting here in the middle of what is basically a mini drought in the state of Mississippi and watch everybody else getting flooded out of everything. But that's kind of the way it's going right now. Still have a burn ban, in effect, for a big part of the state. Oh, yeah. And I would be surprised... If it wasn't extended, unless we get some rain, there's a chance we could get some decent rain middle of the week, Wednesday, Thursday, which might allow it to expire, but I think it's supposed to go through Saturday. Yeah. Um, I've been saying the whole time, if we don't get a big bunch of rain, because I, I don't know about you, when I walk across my lawn, it's crispy. It's crunchy. You walk out there and it's like walking across Doritos. I mean, it's like nonstop. Uh, But that's because zero moisture has fallen out of the sky, and we're okay with that Uh, up until we're suddenly not because our neighbor doesn't understand what the concept of a burn ban is. Because that's the thing with the burn ban. It's not your house they're trying to protect. It's your neighbor's house. It's the guy down at the other end of the block. Uh, that it's going to float through the air and catch their house on fire, and you don't want that. So, yeah. Cruising the Coast got to go down for a couple of days last, last week. That. Packed. Busy. I, Me and a few ten thousands of my close personal friends <laughs> were all on the coast for Cruising the Coast. Probably the highlight vehicle-wise, and if you were down there you got to see this at some point, uh, was from Florida. It was a car, and because the traffic is bumper to bumper on Highway 90 during this entire thing, all four lanes, two lanes on each side, it's just completely packed, thought at first it was a boat being towed by a car. No, it was a boat that was a car. They took a a full, honest-to-goodness boat and used that as the body for a vehicle, hat on the back, making people smile. The SpongeBob Special. So we're going along, we're minding our own business, we're right beside this thing, and I keep slowing down so the people sitting in their lawn chairs can take a look at it, you know, and get a good clear view of it, because it was on the inside lane. Uh, And finally, you know, somebody is telling them to blow the horn. It was a fog horn. It was absolutely perfect. Could not have been better. It was great. Uh, A lot of incredible vehicles down there. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of time and a lot of effort and a lot of money put into those vehicles they they were there were some really nice ones down there and like i said i'm going to be surprised if it doesn't top last year's economic impact just from the number of people that were there to buy gas to stay in a room and to eat nothing else It had to have been an incredible economic impact just with that number of people there. You can pick out, by the way, it's almost an IQ test, though. Let me explain what I mean by that. You can pick out the smart ones because the smart ones had found them a spot, and they had it set up, and they pulled their motorhome up right on the side of 90, and that's where they were staying. It was right in their front yard the entire show. That was the smarter tier of people. Then you go on down, and eventually there's a guy sitting, not even in the shade, in a chair on a corner, and you're like, okay, okay, now we've seen the other end of the scale. Sweating like crazy, but having a good time, and that's what counts. You would never be able to measure it, but I wonder how much rubber was burned. Because every block, a lot of kids, but some of adults, too, brought their signs with them. Spin them, burn them, and a lot of people were obliging them. So, Adam and Madison—it's as dry as a mummy's pocket. That's pretty, 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 pretty pretty dry there. Yeah, and you're not wrong. (sighs) So yes, oh yeah, we're we're (laughs) we're getting to that, Thomas. Trust me, that's on the list. I've been talking about that around the office since I walked in the door this morning. PayPal. If you don't know why PayPal is in the news, oh, you're going to find out. And it's a beaut. There's a reason why. Right now, where was it uh, at the last time? And I mean, you know, everything's down. Uh, But PayPal's down 6% already today on the stock market. And you can expect that number to go up because of the nonsense they tried to pull over the weekend was absolutely ridiculous uh, now cruising the coast is over state fair still going had a, had a great successful weekend goes all the way through this weekend right oh yeah all the way through this weekend so you've still got plenty of time to get out and enjoy the state fair have a good time and uh, and see i I understand this year at the state fair they have a, a for i I think this is actually what it's called it's like a wild west show I do believe that's how they kicked it all off. Yeah. So continuously adding things, that's something that I, 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 some people seem to have a problem with. And that's adding new things and, and freshening things up. If I'm not mistaken it's not the first time they've had the Wild West show no, but it's been a while yeah they haven't had it for the past few years but they brought it back you gotta mix things up you gotta you gotta have some different stuff if you just do the same thing the same way in the same place at the same time year after year after year well the interest kind of wanes a little bit cruising the coast that's baked in because you' got a different batch of cars every year. So that the change from year to year is baked into the event. That's part of it. Uh, other events, I see other events where it's the same thing over and over and over, year after year after year. And invariably, the attendance starts to drop. You have to shake things up. You have to do some different stuff. So it was great to see that back. Um, That's why monster trucks do backflips nowadays. <laughs> What is the insurance premium for a monster truck, I wonder? More than I could afford. Yeah. Yeah. It's not cheap. It can't be. William and Greenville, I canceled my account talking about PayPal. So I, I had a feeling that the text line would already have some knowledge of this. It was one of those things that kind of went under the radar, and then suddenly it wasn't under the radar, and uh, people have... Oh uh, kinda of expl- Thomas, I am not surprised, my friend. He says I'm one of those weird people who reads the terms of service. So I got the email and read it before all the outrage. So you were pre outraged is what I'm hearing. That you 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 got the joy of of being upset early. Beat the rush uh dave uh says on the c Spire text line did you see the two motorcycle jet skis no i did not see them i heard about them i had several people that walked up to me. did you see these things but i didn't see them but i heard they were incredible the creativity that goes into it and the the it's just unique because I go to a lot of festivals and a lot of things, and a lot of them have a car show attached, where you'll have, you know, 50 cars, 100 cars that people bring. And they're not all classic cars. Sometimes they're they're fairly late model, but they have been modded and and tricked out to the point where you can't even recognize what they are, and they're gorgeous. Uh, But down there, you want to talk about a wide variety. I think it was 9,618 vehicles they wound up having... Registered. Wow, but which broke last year's record? It's a new record. But here's the secret about it: there were way more classic cars and tricked-out cars than that because a lot of the people that registered one car, they had more than one car there, and a lot of people just showed up, didn't register. They just pulled up, said, "Hey, I'm here. Look at this," and everybody went, "Ooh." That's the way it works. Uh, Let's see. Oh, tell us what happened with PayPal over the weekend. Well, okay, we're up against the break. When we come back out of the break, we'll get into the PayPal situation. If you have a PayPal account, pay attention to this one. If you recently had a PayPal account and now don't, you already know this information. We'll explain what's going on. I was not surprised at all when I said, hey, did you hear about PayPal? And Rhino was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll tell you about it. They they pulled. I, I don't even know how to classify it. A stunt? Yeah. But I mean, politically, how would you classify it? Morally, how would you classify it? It's not really socialist, but it kind of is. It's not really communist, but it kind of is. I, I don't know. I'll let you decide for yourself when we come back here on Middays on Super Talk
3: Mississippi. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 84. Tonight, clear skies, low around 55. Your Tuesday rolls in with sunny conditions, high near 85. Tuesday evening brings mostly clear conditions, low around 60. And for your Wednesday, a slight chance of rain. Sunny skies, high near 86. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis mclaurin Mercantile since 1871. For all your dear camp needs, stop by today. Gaddis mclaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton.
4: Men's Health of Mississippi is the proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Men's Health of Mississippi, providing medical and health care services to men of all ages, treating almost all health issues that men face. Call or go online for an appointment today.
5: Why don't you mind
6: your own business?
10: to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. right here on Super Talk Jackson
11: 97.3.
0: Now back to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: Back to the Element Wealth Studios, Dave Hughes, quite possibly, as usual, the most perfect bumper music in the history of bumper songs. Well done, man. Well done. All right, the PayPal situation. PayPal, over the weekend, you know, as you do when you want things to get a lot of attention, you dump it late Friday or early Saturday. Well, they sent out a new Terms of User Agreement. That's the stuff that hardly anyone reads. You just click accept and move on. You don't know what you've agreed to, but you've agreed to it. Buried in the middle of this new one was, well, something interesting, to put it mildly. Their new policy that they were saying they were going to put into place was that... If you said something on social media or anywhere, it didn't specify social media, I don't think, it was just anywhere, uh, that promoted misinformation and PayPal found you guilty of such, the court of PayPal, of course, uh, if they declared you guilty, they would fine you $2,500 and take it directly out of your account. No appeal, no discussion, no process, just somebody at PayPal, in, in the in the first magistrate court of PayPal, decided that you were guilty of saying something they didn't like, because here's the other key, they did not specify what misinformation actually is. Now, before you say, oh, well, they, they were talking about harmful things, hate speech, and you know, attacks and things. No, that was already listed in the terms of agreement before. didn't have a fine associated with it, but they said they would terminate your account. This was added to that. So this was basically seen by everyone as a move for PayPal to make sure you agree with the way they think, or they would take $2,500 per instance out of your account. And if you had a PayPal account that was attached to your bank account, And you didn't have $2,500 in your PayPal account, guess what would happen? Now, this was released. This was put out very quietly. They just sent out, they, they didn't mention the change. They just sent the new terms of service out. Well, some enterprising people like Thomas decided to read it when it was sent out, and they went, wait, you're doing what? The internet over the weekend. I think it's a fair characterization to say experienced a nuclear explosion of comments and outrage from people over this grand idea that they had come up with, that they were going to take $2,500 of your money every time they didn't like something you said. That's basically what it added up to. And people started closing their accounts. Just bam, bam, bam. Quick as they could. Now, a lot of times, you see these kind of things happen, and everybody says, "Oh, I'm quitting. I'm, I'm closing my account. I'm, I'm done with them forever." And it's in the same category as the people that back in 2019 or 2016 said, "If Trump wins, I'm leaving the country." And then they they don't go anywhere. So you kind of take it with a grain of salt when people say that. The problem is, they weren't just saying that. People have been canceling their accounts and closing them in droves. To the point to where, went through a period of several hours yesterday, you couldn't close your account if you wanted to. It put up an error message and said, we, we're unable to perform that action right now. They've since mostly worked through that and resolved it. But the account cancellations continue, despite the fact that less than 24 hours after that went out, this is how stupid they think we are. This is how dumb they think their customer base is. They said that the update went out in error. It was not approved. They were never actually going to do that. We didn't mean that. That was a, oops, I don't know. It was a typo. That whole sentence was just a typo, I guess. Wasn't supposed to be in there. That was a mistake. And I quote, we're sorry for the confusion this has caused. End quote. How dumb do you think we are? That's my question.
1: Yeah, it's not like the intern writes the terms of service.
2: Right. That a goes, whole team of lawyers in charge of that. It goes through multiple steps. Multiple people have to sign off on it. This is, as they will be very quick to tell you if you have a dispute with them, a legally binding document. You don't just slap that together and plop it up on the site and email it out to everybody and then go through it later. It doesn't work that way. You don't accidentally get something in a contract. There is never a phrase and a term, especially involving $2,500 of your money when you're in disagreement with the person you're dealing with, there's never a term in a contract in, in anything that just, well, that was a mistake. We didn't mean for that to be a
0: bull.
2: Nobody's buying that. And this morning, so far, nobody's buying PayPal stock either. It's going in the opposite direction, currently down 6% this morning and still dropping. It's it's still going downward. But this brought up an interesting thing, several interesting things. <clears throat> Number one, and so many people were not aware of this, PayPal is not a bank. No. It is not regulated like a bank, it it has to follow none of the laws, rules or regulations that banking institutions have to follow. It's a payment processor. It's a private company, well it's a public company with the stock prices, but they can do whatever they want and have been for a long time. I have many friends that have been in the online business world for years. The general consensus amongst everyone that does business online is they wouldn't touch PayPal with a 10-foot pole, and it's been that way for years. I know personally, this has been several years ago, like five, six years ago, had a thing to where I had sold a service, a writing service, and the person sent me the money through PayPal. PayPal immediately froze it and said I couldn't access it for 90 days. And I said, why? And the answer I got basically summed up said, because, what you going to do about it? You know, there's nothing you could do. They've always been this way, but people don't realize it. And for a while, they were the only way to,
1: quote-unquote, safely pay online. So they had a bit of a monopoly. They had the market cornered, but as more and more people brought services to the market that did the same thing safer
2: quicker easier better they've lost that market share and that control yes and instead of trying to innovate keep up and you know at least maintain their pace they appear to be devolving into the woke methodology of you will do and think as we say or else that's going to work great that's really it went over a treat this weekend i can tell you that to the point to where the former president of PayPal came out and blasted them on Twitter, to which Elon Musk, who originally made his money by founding a company called X.com, which merged with some other things and formed PayPal, he's kind of responsible for it, agreed with it. Said, no, this is ridiculous. But here's the thing to remember this is not that unusual outside of america we have talked about it before in china they now have a social credit score and if you say too many things that the powers that be don't agree with online you can no longer use public transportation you can no longer apply or hold certain jobs uh, they, Good luck they, using an atm yes they, they just cancel everything you just go home and sit and think about what you did This, to me, smells an awful lot like a company trying to get something going in that direction in America. It it, it smacks of it. It has the same flavor. It has the same cloud of stench surrounding it. And there was blowback. So they immediately walked it back and proved just how stupid they think the average American person is. Oh, we didn't mean that was a mistake. We didn't really mean to do that. Bull. So. Here's the part that you have to keep in mind. I hope you think they're done. I hope you think they learned their lesson. No. They'll let this die down for a few months, and they'll try the same thing or something similar again. Why? Because they can. So they have had basically a run on the virtual bank over the last 48, 72 hours, that they brought on themselves. Because that's one other secret about PayPal that I want to make sure you understand. We'll talk about that when we come back after the break here on middays in the Element Wealth Studios live on a Monday on Super Talk, Mississippi. Keep it here.
12: Guys, if you've found the keeper in your life, whether you've just started dating or you've been married for decades, we've built an entire store just for you. Juniker Jewelry Company, we are Mississippi's direct diamond importer. I'm John Ravenstein, I'm Rachel, and I'm Corey Ravenstein with 10 times the diamonds, gauge rings and wedding bands you'll find in average jewelry stores, all at the guaranteed best price in the state. We have the perfect diamond to express the will of your heart. No other jeweler in the state has more fine diamonds of every size, shape in price range than Junikers. So whether you're looking for your first engagement ring or that second diamond you've always wanted to give her but now can afford if you found the love of your life, come to Juniker Jewelry Company because she's a keeper. Come experience the most trusted name in jewelry for over 75
0: years now. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463
13: in Madison and com. I'm Andy Gibson, your commissioner of agriculture, inviting you to the 163rd Mississippi State Fair in Jackson, October 6th through 16th. There'll be music, food, rides, and games for the whole family. This year, we're going to have great live music, all free with the price of admission. Come on out to experience Scotty McCreary, David Lee Murphy, Midnight Star, B.O.B., and Bobby Rush. You can also enjoy daily shows from local entertainers on the main stage. It's all waiting for you at the Mississippi State Fair, October 6th through 16th. I'll see you there.
5: It's time to fuel up during the Ag Up Equipment 75 Year celebration. Save up to $3250 on a new John Deere 5E tractor. Plus, you'll receive a $75 fuel card. Listen up, that isn't all. How about 0% financing for 72 months? Come celebrate with us at any of our 16 locations or visit us at agup.com. Offer ends 1031 2022 Fuel cards available while supplies last. Some exclusions
13: apply. See dealer for details.
1: I'm Denman Ferguson, realtor with Four Corner Properties, serving Mississippi and beyond. Whether you're looking to buy or sell a home or wanting a special family recreational hunting track, give me a call and I will assist you throughout the process from
13: searching, listing to closing. Call me, Denman, at 601-214-6433 or call the office at 601-952-2828.
2: Please call me with all your real estate needs. Thank you.
6: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The dispute between Jackson City Council members and Mayor Lamumba over garbage collection isn't over, despite an agreement Friday to pay Richards disposal 4.8 million for the work it's done since April. Wyatt Emmerich, the publisher of the Northside Sun, says the mayor has repeatedly called on the council to approve the contract with Richards, despite their no votes.
12: He has
8: uh, tried to find uh, who he wants for whatever reasons probably monetary uh and uh push it through and then say screw you to the council and try to bully them and the council got their backboat up and said you know we're not we're not doing it and now they're lawsuits of course the beauty of lawsuits is you get to hire your buddies uh and they make a ton of money representing you and so there's more uh payola to be moved around and um it's just a big big mess from the ground up from the grassroots that's how we began in 1922 and that's how we do things today the mississippi farm bureau federation celebrates 100 years in 2022 100 years of farming, ranching, and supporting our 180,000 member families, from our state capital in Jackson to our nation's capital in Washington, D.C., creating policy advocating for a better way of life for all Mississippi. We've been there through the tough times when Hurricane Katrina blew ashore. There is
7: extensive damage on U.S. 90.
8: Triumphant times, winning the right to vote to protect private property rights for Mississippians. We introduced benefits like our insurance in the 1940s and fault distresses. Broadband internet service from DeSoto County to the Mississippi Gulf Coast. So, from the ground up, not just a farm organization. 100 years of strengthening our families, our communities, and our state. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years of faith, family, and farm bureaus.
0: Mississippi loves high school football. And now you can stream tons of high school football games from across the Magnolia State each Friday night just by going to Supertalk.fm slash high school. That's supertalk.fm slash high school. And of course, on Friday nights during the season, there's always a game on your local Super Talk Radio Station. The
7: season's on the line.
0: Dusty! When it comes to high school football in Mississippi, nobody does it like we do. We are Super Talk Mississippi.
2: Bank super talk Mississippi middays live in the element wealth Studios now back to the PayPal thing here because we have some some questions and keep in mind we're not we're not banking experts here we're not going to give you expert level advice but I'm more than passingly familiar with online purchases and money transfers and things of that nature. Uh, from my my personal experience. Uh, PayPal, as I said before the break, is not a bank. Here's the other thing to remember about PayPal. Just like a lot of other things, banks, this goes all the way back to It's a Wonderful Life. Do you remember when they had the run on the savings and loan and he was having to explain, your money's not in the bank, it's in, you know, Farmer Johnson's Farm and Mary's House and so forth and so on, uh, the money turns around and gets reused. That's why bank runs are dangerous. The same thing applies to PayPal. Just because you've got, say, $500 on deposit in PayPal uh, d- doesn't mean they actually have the $500. It's invested. They use it to get interest. They get interest on it. You don't, but they do. So if you have a lot of people trying to close their account and remove their balance at one time, it causes a problem. There are ways that they can keep their liquidity through all sorts of different measures and loans and everything else, but it causes a problem. That's why the website went down basically. But the the key part to remember, the entire website didn't go down. There's just one little link that you have to go hunting for. You have to go looking for it to find it that says close account. You click on it, it says, are you sure? Are, are you positive? Well, had a lot of people that got to that point and said, yes, I am positive. Shut this sucker down now. And then it popped up an error screen and said, we are unable to complete this request at this time. It's the digital equivalent of when there's a run on the bank, them closing the bank, basically. You you, you can't take your money out of the bank if they're not there, right? And this, this does not tie into the overall banking industry. The banking industry is is doing well. It's doing fine. We're not in trouble of a bank run of any kind of that nature. We're talking specifically about PayPal here. want to make sure we're clear on that. So they could have bigger problems if this wave of account closures continues and people start taking their money out because they may not have enough to give it all back. What happens then? About your only recourse is lawsuits because, again, they're not a bank. They're not regulated. The FDIC is not paying any attention to what they're doing. The, the banking regulators not paying any attention to what they're doing. They don't have to. They don't regulate it. Rhino and I were talking during the break. There are about 8.2 million other ways to move your money around online.
1: Yeah, I mean, when PayPal first came out, banks were understandably skittish about online sales. But nowadays, pretty much every single bank, has an online banking aspect to your account.
2: Yes. I do my banking through an app on my phone. Oh, yeah. I make deposits on my phone. And you can use your phone to make payments, just like you have a card. Yes. Yes. You've got that. You've got, uh, you know, Cash App and Venmo, which, fun fact, I'm continually surprised by the number of people that don't know this. Uh, but Venmo is owned by PayPal. It's the same company. Why would they? Why would a company have two different methods of moving money? Why? That is a good question. I'm glad you asked. As a backup, Dad, they apparently it was easier to start a whole new thing than it was to fix what they already had. That's my take on it. So there are a ton of other ways if you're not comfortable doing business with PayPal after this came out, and a lot of people aren't. And what I have found fascinating about this, I don't know if you've noticed this, Rhino, in all the backlash over this, it's not just a conservative thing. It is across the political spectrum. Everybody is outraged at this. Liberal, conservative, I don't care who it is, everybody as one rose up and said, oh, no, you don't. And now here we are. They have backtracked and are desperately trying to dig and hoping they're digging up and not down. (sighs) Can you all repeat what they did for the run-on account closures? I missed it. They issued a new terms of service over the weekend and buried in the middle of it was the fact that if PayPal, no one else, PayPal found you guilty of spreading misinformation, whatever that means, they didn't specify, they would fine you $2,500 for each instance and just automatically take it out of your PayPal account. And if it wasn't in your PayPal account, but your PayPal account was attached to your bank account, they'd just take it out of your bank account. No recourse, no hearing, no anything, just if the Powers that be at PayPal decided that you had said something they didn't like. They would just take twenty five hundred dollars. Then everybody started closing their accounts, and then they immediately came back out less than twenty four hours later and said, "Oh, we goofed. I am sorry. That legal document they that we issued, well, that just made it in by mistake. I we don't know how that happened." Bull. I have said bull a lot in this story, but I think it's justified. Yeah. Philip in Walthall County, Dave, if people want to close their PayPal account but can't, they can go to account settings and unlink their bank accounts from PayPal. At least that keeps them from taking money from you. Yes, you can. Now, interesting thing, though, if they decide to put a hold on your account or they decide to terminate your account, you're not allowed to go in and take your bank information out. They lock you out of it, the whole thing, which is kind of interesting if you think about it.
1: And their excuses to protect against fraud.
2: Yes. Yes. They don't want you defrauding them. <sighs> From 662, I just canceled my account and got an email that it's canceled. It was easy once I found the close account tab. That's the biggest challenge is finding that link that says close account. And this may not bother you, may not be a problem. That's for you and only you to decide. I'm not saying go cancel your account. What I am saying is here's what they did and here's how everyone is reacting to it so that you can make your own decision on this. That's the point of this. Because I want to make sure that people understand what's going on because there has been a little bit of reporting on it. But not that much. Not what you would expect from a story of this size. You would expect it to be, you know, top of the fold news somewhere. I was back there in the break room before the show and told somebody about this, and they grabbed their phone while I'm talking, and they called it up and said, well, CNBC doesn't have anything about it. I mean, that's literally what they cover at CNBC, and they had nothing so it it's not really under the radar, but it hasn't been getting the attention I think it deserves. So just wanted to make sure that you were aware of what was going on uh so that you can make your own decisions because they're not interested in you doing that. Trust me, that's why they're having problems. Where are we at now? I'm curious where's the uh yeah, hold them at about five and a half percent down is where it's at right now. So we'll see where that goes from there. Just just wanted to pass this along and have a little discussion about it because we know where this leads. We see it in China. It's in place already. This was a step in that direction, or an attempted step in that direction. I'm trying to figure out how to address this. You remember the big Amtrak train crash oh yeah a few weeks ago well the railway is now suing the family members of the people that were killed in the train crash because when they bought their ticket supposedly they checked a little box that said that they promised not to sue the railway if anything happened and now the families have sued the railway so the railway is suing them saying no 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 They, they, they said they weren't gonna sue your dead family member said they weren't going to sue, so uh, we're going to sue you. That is the most horrifying attempt at a public relations move I've ever seen in my life. There, there is no angle from which that looks like a good decision. But here we are. I don't know. You know, an interesting law in Malaysia. I want to talk about it. Have you heard about this? oh this is a butte it's already been passed it's in and it passed overwhelmingly not sure how I feel about this one we'll talk about it next here on middays live in the element wealth Studios keep it here your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl
0: is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info,
12: go to autotrimdesigns.com. Here's John and Corey Ravenstein for Juniker Jewelry Company. In Mississippi, hunting isn't a sport, it's a religion. All my buddies grew up hunting, and I don't miss a season today. Being a straight shooter, being safe. Honest and accurate in the field is the most important thing of all. It's exactly the same way when it comes to diamonds. You want a hunting buddy who can teach you all the secrets of the diamond business. So you really know diamond grading, the four C's, and how you get the most diamond for your hard-earned money. That's exactly what you get when you shop for your diamond at Jennerker Jewelry Company. As Mississippi's direct diamond importers, we're a target-rich environment. With ten times the diamonds you'll find in average stores. And diamond for diamond, the guaranteed best price in the state. And that's shooting you straight. Nine out of ten, Mississippi women agree. The more a man hunts, the more he needs junikers. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're
4: at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com.
5: This is the opening agri market report. The opening of the New York Cotton Exchange, December cotton was up three twenty-eight to eighty-seven fifty-one. March cotton was up two eighty-six to eighty-five fifty-two. The opening of the Chicago Board of Trade, November soybeans were up sixteen and three quarters to thirteen eighty-three and three-quarters per bushel. January soybeans were up fifteen cents to thirteen ninety-four and a quarter of a bushel. December corn was up nineteen cents to seven zero two and a quarter a bushel. March corn was up sixteen and three quarters to seven hundred seven and Quarters The market till December live cattle was down 107 to 146.97. February live cattle was down a dollar to 150.75. November feeders down 290 to 172.72. January feeders down 282 to 173.77. And at the open, the Dow Jones down 71 points, 29,225. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. In the South, farmland isn't one-size-fits-all.
12: That's why Delta Pine cotton varieties are bred and tested locally to improve yield potential in your neck of the woods. Featuring advanced weed and insect control to protect your cotton all season long and excellent yield potential for more pounds per acre. It's no wonder Delta Pine cotton consistently performs year after year. Find the cotton varieties to improve performance on your operation at deltapine.com. Read and follow pesticide label directions, grain marketing, and other
3: stewardship practices.
8: How would you like to be a step ahead of your competition? I'm talking about the cotton pests that eat at your bottom line. My key tarnished plant bug and thrip species. With Thrive On technology, you can. It's the industry's first cotton biotech trait to offer built-in protection against these insects. Talk to your local bear rep or dealer about this breakthrough technology or learn more at thriveon.com. Com. Contact your local sales representative to learn about the availability of Thrive on Technology. Read and follow pesticide label directions, IRM, grain marketing, and other stewardship practices. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. You're listening to Middays with Gerard,
0: here on Super Talk Mississippi. <laughs>
2: Apparently a shortage of Adderall, that's going to be hard to focus on a solution for. Still, so I'd throw that out there in case you needed to know. Shortage of everything else. Welcome back, Middays. Live in the Element Well Studios, Dave Hughes in today. Uh, Malaysia, which they've had some problems in Malaysia with the government. They had uh, a little while back... Uh, The entire party that was in power, equate it to the the Democrats right now, in power, just all quit, like, as a group, and that has led to chaos. What it has led to, though, is something interesting to me. They have passed a law in Malaysia. I mean, it's done. It's in. It went into effect Saturday, which their version of passing laws is similar to ours
1: except their royal family's veto power is a lot stronger yeah yeah if they veto something it goes away it doesn't get to go back up for a override vote no it's just that's off the table we're not allowing that
2: yeah we're done uh this thing was passed hugely by both their version of the house and senate they're not called that they're not exactly the same thing but that's what they're called and the 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 thrust of it is elected officials are not allowed to swap parties. If you swap party while you're in office, you are automatically kicked out of office in Malaysia. Now, the one that comes screaming to my mind here in America and here in Mississippi was Mike Parker, who went from Democrat to Republican. Well, if you do that while in office in Malaysia, well, you're no longer an elected official and they have a special election immediately I've seen some people say this is a good idea but this is where it bothers me what's the point of arguing if you're not trying to get the other guy to change his mind you're screaming just to scream at that point you're trying to win over people to your way of thinking to your way of looking at things and if you start penalizing people because they changed their mind, again, what's all the screaming about? But that's kind of where we're at on planet Earth right now, isn't it? If you don't change your mind, you're horrible. If you do change your mind, well, you're horrible and wishy-washy. Bringing a lot of people over to your cause, that way, no. No. So that's a disturbing thing. And again, it's a, it's a totally different situation in Malaysia. I am not trying to draw a parallel between there and America because it is a completely different thing. But it did kind of strike me as a sign of the times where everyone is locked in, not allowed to change your mind, and it's viewed as a horrible thing if you do. That, that, to me, is counterproductive. And we need to guard against that, just like we need to guard against the the stupid, woke mess that came out of PayPal and that kind of thing. One more thing we need to be on our guard with. We want everybody to come around to the right way of thinking and to do things the right way and the things that are, are going to benefit everyone. That's the point. It's not a fight just because... It's time to fight, and we're running a risk, we're running a real danger of losing sight of that. We're not fighting to win, we're fighting to fight, and that's not productive. And we have to make sure we avoid that. Now, again, not drawing a parallel, it's not the same thing. They have a whole different set of problems in Malaysia. Number one, they're Malaysia, but... It's a, it's an interesting... Have you ever heard of anything like that before, Rhino, anywhere in any system?
1: Not usually one that lasts any length of time afterwards.
2: No. No.
1: I'm pretty sure that happened in the one of 50 governmental changes that beset Italy after World War II, but yeah.
2: Yeah, and didn't last. No. To the point to where in their constitution, everyone has their version of the, the right to free speech, you have your, your right of personal association, basically. Part of these constitutional amendments specifically suspend that for elected officials. One day it would be somewhat similar to us saying, okay, well, if you run for office, you're going to lose your right to free speech. Can't have that while you're running for office. What? What? which goes hand-in-glove with PayPal's thing. You say something we don't like, you're done. What a cheerful theme we've had this hour. But I just want just to point these things out and make sure that you're aware of them. Because information is not the enemy, despite what some would have you believe. We've got news, speaking of information, from Fox News and from Supertalk Mississippi News. And then we return with the second hour of Middays here on Supertalk Mississippi. And when we come back, Joel Anon will join us. Something cool going on in Israel. We'll talk about that next. Keep it here.
0: You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Supertalk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Barone's Tree Pros,
12: 601-345-8090. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. At least six people are killed in a barrage of Russian missile strikes on Ukraine's capital, Kiev. Five killed in other cities with dozens wounded. Ukraine presidential advisor Andrew Yermak. They are
5: violating international
12: law. Russian President Vladimir Putin says the strikes are retaliation for an attack on a bridge to Russia and warns there will be more like it if such terrorism, as he calls it, continues. Two members of the Los Angeles City Council apologized for using racial slurs during a recorded conversation last year.
3: Protesters gathered outside the home of L.A. City Council President Nuri Martinez after audio of the Democrat using racial epithets last year to describe a fellow council member, Mike Bonin's black son. They're also calling for the removal of Democratic L.A. Council member Kevin DeLeon for racist comments in the conversation. Fox's Jeff
12: Manosso it's not known who made or leaked the recording on the Internet earlier this month. America's listening to Fox News.
3: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk
6: Mississippi News. So far, lawmakers have refused to extend postpartum Medicaid coverage from 60 days to a year. But in the wake of the Dobbs decision, it's an issue that could come up again. House Speaker Philip Gunn believes we need to explore ways to help people get
13: off Medicaid, not exploring ways to put more people on Medicaid. So those are all you know philosophical conversations that that we can have. Uh, that then you, you lay that. Type of, of reasoning over onto these social issues and you ask yourself to what extent can government solve those problems and there are many social issues at work that government just can't fix
6: douglas carswell with the mississippi center for public policy says it's difficult to oppose individual measures like extending postpartum coverage
8: because if you hose
6: federal dollars
8: at healthcare in mississippi while you still restrict the supply you get massive increase
4: in the costs
7: from kansas to ohio that's where you'll find pivot bio from the mississippi delta and the chesapeake the breast and the hills of tennessee proven on thousands of fields across this great land when you work the ground till the sun goes down pivot bio's got a plan bring the plants in a healthy land use our predictable nitrogen wherever farmers grow yeah that's where we go
8: A pro box has enough seed to plant 125 acres of corn. Now, if you wanted to put 40 pounds of nitrogen on those acres, you'd need 1,200 gallons of anhydrous or 1,700 gallons of UAN or 5 tons of urea. But what if that amount of nitrogen was already on your seed? Pivot Bio is now putting nitrogen on seed. The first company to ever apply nitrogen on seed. The nitrogen you need now on seed from Pivot Bio. Learn more at pivotbio.com.
6: Ole Miss wide receiver Jonathan Mingo etched himself into the history book Saturday. He hauled in nine catches for 247 yards and two touchdowns against Vanderbilt. That broke the school's single-game receiving record previously set by Elijah Moore as the Rebels get off to their first 6-0 start since 2014. Next up for the lane train will be a Saturday matinee against the Auburn Tigers. Cleveland native Peyton Aldridge recently turned heads during his audition for Season 12 twenty two of the voice. We sat down with them Friday to talk about how we ended up on Team Legend.
5: Whoever turns that chair first, that's who I'm going with. And and I wanted Blake Shelton, of course, who what country guy don't want Blake Shelton. And it's kind of funny because John turns and then literally I saw Blake turn. I didn't even know Blake was blocked because I was so out of it. I just saw that chair turn and I was like, Oh my god, I got Blake Shelton
13: <laughs> and at the very end I realized he was blocked. <laughs> the battle
6: rounds get underway this week. Y'all know that in Mississippi, we have some of our most fun
8: experiences outdoors, especially during hunting season. Hi, this is Chris Howard, Executive Director of the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services. Each year, our agency provides services to Mississippians who have been injured in hunting accidents. Please remember, ATVs are not toys. Always wear a helmet, only have one rider at a time, ride an ATV that's right for your age, and supervise young riders. This hunting season, when it comes to ATVs, remember to ride safe and ride smart.
4: This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3, Super Talk Jackson.
0: Welcome to the show that challenges you to think deeply, to think deeply. and look beyond political posturing. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: Welcome back, our number two of Middays, live in the Element Wealth Studios, Dave Hughes in today. And joining us now, both live on the air and live on Supertalk TV, we have the host of America's Roundtable radio program and the co-founder of the International Leaders Summit, uh, Joel Anand. How are you doing today, Joel? Well, Dave, it's great to be back on Super Talk Mississippi, and great to see you all this morning. Well, I want to tell you we have something really neat to talk about that ties to practically everything right now. But let's start. Explain to people what was found off the coast of Israel. It was uh, it was a a big deal, I think. <laughs>
7: Absolutely, Dave. Last week, Thursday, from the ancient land of Israel, the modern startup nation of Israel, there was interesting positive news, and in fact, the energy and company that's based out of Greece announced to both Tel Aviv as well as the London Stock Exchange that its Hermes oil exploit expo- uh, exploration well in the Israeli maritime waters has yielded a new commercial gas discovery of half a trillion cubic feet of gas. And that's really incredible news. And this is in addition uh, to the 10 trillion cubic feet of natural gas that was found in the Tamar region in 2009. And also prior to that, well, just shortly after that, in 2010, in the um, another field, they had some 16 trillion cubic feet of natural gas that was located in that region.
2: Now, this is huge news for for an obvious reason, I would think, especially to our listeners. Uh, The the energy problems that we have, a lot of them stemming from the Russian-Ukrainian conflict that's going on, uh, are having an impact on prices, are having an impact on everything. So a huge discovery like this could exert some downward pressure on the prices, but it's not going to be instantaneous, is it?
7: Uh, No. In fact, uh, on the global scale, I think what we are looking at is the whole issue of supply and demand. And in the United States, uh, as we have noticed what transpired through the Biden administration in curtailing uh, the production of energy resources, that, in fact, really made the greatest impact globally. And uh, as we know what transpired in the recent OPEC Plus talks, Whereby Saudi Arabia and the rest of the countries that are part of this cartel decided and made a decision that they would cut oil production by two million barrels per day. Uh, so those are significant for the uh, global uh, supply of oil and uh, certainly natural resources. But on the other side, on Israel's uh, pers- from Israel's perspective, it's uh, for the- what they've accomplished is their great natural gas discovery is really making a difference. And the Institute of World Politics for the Jewish Policy Center stated that 70% of Israel's electricity is now fueled by its own resources. And they soon claim that it will be at 100%. So there are lessons to be learned, uh, positive lessons of how if you're focused on looking and seeking for new um, energy sources, it can certainly make a big difference in the energy supply.
2: Well, and I think that's most visible to people in America at the pump, because when we were a net exporter of uh, oil and energy products, the price at the pump was very nice. We would like that back. But as you said, the new policies that have been put into place uh, have turned that completely around. And that, that should be the goal is to be energy independent as a country, shouldn't it?
7: In fact, you're right about that, Dave. And, and, you know, America was energy independent. Uh, We were a great net exporter of energy. And uh, as we realize, uh, competitive forces are at play uh, today. And, in fact, America has really handicapped itself. Uh, We have hamstrung the the oil industry, for example, on a lot of fronts, uh, where oil companies are not able to get the leases that they're looking for. Uh, We have made it very difficult, in fact, members of Congress uh, from the Democratic Party are on a campaign to dissuade investors from investing in the oil industry, for example. And these things do not bode well for energy security and energy independence for America. Uh, We truly need to advance policies that unleash energy uh, independence uh, for all Americans. And it makes a difference, as you rightfully mentioned, Dave, for American families that are feeling the pain at the pump. And uh, for many families, it's a serious issue when all of a sudden you're looking at your monthly budget and the price of gas really affects everything else that a family would do. And uh, we are also noticing the vanishing middle class in America. And as we see what's happening on the economic front with high inflation rate, a 40-year high, Uh, It is really uh, impacting, adversely impacting American families in Mississippi and across the nation.
2: Well, and the, I think the, the most disheartening part is it doesn't appear right now that there's much end in sight. This winter is going to be tough for a lot of people, whether it be, uh, heating oil prices, whether it be natural gas prices. Uh, we were talking last week, and 80% of the electricity generated in Mississippi comes from natural gas, and that price has, mm-hmm. has tripled. In the last year or so, so a lot of people are about to get a, a really unpleasant surprise as the weather starts to cool off into winter. But short term, there's not much we can do uh, except make sure that we can get this changed in the future, right?
7: Absolutely, Dave. And in fact, we truly need policymakers, elected officials that take energy security, energy independence seriously. Uh, We cannot continue like this. It impacts our economy. It impacts families that are struggling at this moment. And uh, we truly need to send a clear message uh, to the industries that are involved in the energy sector uh, that we are for energy independence and uh, looking at ways to unleash uh, the various sources of energy. Uh, Europe has really received a very rude awakening. It's going to be a very harsh winter uh, for our friends in Europe as well as our fellow Americans in America. Uh, so as we look at the decisions that are made from Washington, D.C., uh, elections do matter and policies uh, either good or bad have its consequences. And in this case, we are seeing the unintended consequences of jumping right into advancing a green policy energy without clear alternatives, without a framework to making that transition happen. Uh, so it's like, you know taking a jump into the unknown uh, without realizing what's at stake
2: well and i think california is the the canary in the coal mine so to speak on this because they keep putting these policies into place and it's obvious that there is absolutely no thought that has gone into it but from my perspective joel it's because this, this entire move to green energy and everything else, while in and of itself is not a bad thing, uh, really has all the hallmarks of a cult and not a policy. That, that just that's the way it feels to me anyway.
7: It's really not common sense, it's not really prudent approach. Uh, when you look at the data you look at the statistics, we really cannot take this leap immediately. Uh, We saw what Europe did. With Germany, for example, they shut down their nuclear plants. Uh, And now look at what they're doing. They're firing up their coal plants today. Uh, So, you know, you can go from one extreme to the other extreme, uh, but people don't understand and realize that you've got to take prudent measures, steps that really make sense, uh, for, you know, the economy, for families at large. And, uh, in fact, uh, I think Europe has really been a, a great, you know, example of what's happening as well as California. Uh, my family resides in California. They feel the pain. Uh, they know what's going on in California. So we compare our rates here in Washington, D.C. area, Northern Virginia to California. They're paying $2 more per gallon than we do here uh, in the Washington, D.C. area.
2: And it's, it's a problem of mindset, but it's a problem of motivation, I think, as well, because they don't seem to be, and by they, I mean the folks that push the, the green energy movement, they don't seem to be attached to reality, uh, and as a result motivated by wishes and hopes instead of cold hard facts that everyone has to deal with because i'm sorry we did not swap from horses to gas-powered automobiles in a 10-year period we're not going to swap off of it in a 10-year period especially now when things are so much more complicated than they were then
7: absolutely and in fact that's exactly what i think uh, prudent, uh, principal leaders are talking about. They're saying we need a framework that really makes this happen. We all want a cleaner environment, of course. Uh, we don't want to live in an environment where it's polluted. Of course not. And we also want to see a diversified portfolio when it comes to energy supplies. We don't want to put all our eggs in one basket. That just doesn't work. Uh, we see what happens when you have a hurricane head to Mississippi or Florida or other places that you have you know, the electricity grid not working and functioning for days. What will happen if we depend upon electricity to basically provide energy to the vehicles? Uh, I think we really need a, 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 a framework that works. It will take decades, uh, not an overnight switch uh, from what we've uh, been used to uh, to go ultimately to green energy.
2: Joel, we're up against a break. Can you hang on through the break? Absolutely, Dave. Love to. We'll keep talking to Joel on next.
3: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 84. Tonight, clear skies, low around 55. Your Tuesday rolls in with sunny conditions, high near 85. Tuesday evening brings mostly clear conditions, low around 60. And for your Wednesday, a slight chance of rain. Sunny skies, high near 86. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Nicely done, beef. When
5: football fans everywhere cheer for their team, they're cheering for you too. Because your
0: savory snacks fuel the gridiron battle. With your tasty sliders, hearty chilies, and drool-worthy steaks, every option is an MVP. Most valuable protein. So gather around the TV and get cooking at BeefIt'sWhat'sForDinner.com. Funded by beef farmers and ranchers.
10: This is Allison Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family owned and operated, located in Gluckstadt, south of Germantown High. Callaway's has a large selection of all your favorite trees, shrubs, and fall color plants. Callaway's has large rolls of pine straw, and we offer quantity pricing. Callaway's outdoor patio furniture is in stock and ready for delivery, all 20 to 50% off, and for a limited time, free delivery in the metro area. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, fall pumpkins, local honey, jellies, jams and the best tomatoes in town. Callaways has farm fresh produce 7 days a week. Did you know Callaways has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for your indoor and outdoor living spaces? Callaways has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Callaways landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Callaways blockstead on Calhoun Station Parkway south of Germantown High. Everything for home and
11: garden. That's what Callaways is. Jenny King, the king of clean. How do
6: you and your staff get things done? Teamwork. When a team works together, they can do anything. That's why all of us at Janny King, the King of Clean, are excited to team up with you. At Janny King, our team has been working together for over 35 years, cleaning your places for work, education, medical attention, eageries, stadiums, and worship. Let our team help your team. Go to JannyKingCleans.com and trust your
11: clean to the king. That's JannyKingCleans.com. Janny King, the King of Clean.
0: all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's do
11: this. Nice.
0: On Super Talk Mississippi.
11: <laughs> Let's do
2: Welcome back. Welcome the Element Wealth Studios. Dave Hughes here, and we are joined both on the air and on Supertalk TV uh, by Joel Anon. And we, we kind of got off subject because you and I both got fired up about some of the energy policies going on in general. But let's so go back and, and talk for just a moment about what kind of impact this is going to have everywhere worldwide with this huge discovery of gas off the coast of israel what 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 kind of impact can we see unfolding from that
7: right i think in general whenever there is a discovery of gas Uh, Specifically, like we've uh, shared earlier on in the segment, in the Mediterranean, uh, Israel's gas instrument uh, or resource is not going to be used as an instrument for effective foreign policy, but also, as you rightfully mentioned, it does make a difference in the whole equation uh, when we think about energy supply. Uh, We've come to realize the significance of natural gas more than ever before and America is exporting LNG to other countries in the world especially our friends in in Europe so whenever there is a uh, a discovery such as this it was significant half a trillion uh, cubic feet of uh, gas uh, discovered in the mediterranean in israeli territory uh, that's significant indeed However, as we look at it from a uh, regional level, that will have a more significant impact, say, for the Middle East and the countries that Israel is distributing this to. Uh, It gives Israel a leverage in working with Egypt. And as we all understand, countries like Egypt, India, China, and others with a growing population have a significant need for energy, as well as our own country, the United States of America. And so we've got to look at ways of Uh, exploring and looking at new avenues and opportunities for uh, getting energy out, Uh, not curtailing it like the Biden administration is doing it. It, The markets respond to all of these key sectors, and it's a supply-demand thing. If we curtail our supply, of course, we're going to be paying higher uh, prices at the pump. Uh, We're going to be paying higher electricity bills, and the list goes on. And one of the things that we haven't really talked about, Dave, is the fact that how energy cost impacts businesses, manufacturers, and those that are producing goods in America. Uh, Small and medium-sized businesses are hit uh, significantly, and that hurts the bottom line. Uh, When it comes to energy cost or hiring people, all of these things matter. So when we think about economic growth in America, energy is a significant Aspect of it to fuel economic growth in America, and uh, so what we found in in Israel, for example, is significant. Of course, you know over the years we have found out that you know they have made significant discoveries in the Mediterranean. Uh, they're looking at ways of how to channel this energy to Europe, to other parts of North Africa. Uh, it won't have an immediate impact as far as you know, energy prices in general. But I think it's a wake-up call to all of us to say how we as Americans, as leaders in this country here, can advance pro-growth policies, and that includes a diversified portfolio of of
2: energy. Well, and I think the part that is most disheartening about it is, uh a a lot of times when you have a goal that goes counter to common sense you couch it in other words and and you try to dance around the subject if you will but we have folks in charge right now that aren't dancing around the subject they're just coming right out and saying we want to do away with all this we want this to go away we want energy production to go way down we want the oil industry to die off they've all but said that out loud uh it's just a little disheartening to know that there's no wiggle room here. They have said exactly what they want to do and what they want to accomplish, and they don't care what the fallout is from it because that's totally irrelevant to their stated goals. How do you change that?
7: Well, I think we really have to have a very open discussion about America's economic growth. What are we looking at from the sectors of energy and other areas as well. What policies work and have worked for America? We have to realize that America at one time was energy independent. And we were not relying upon countries like Venezuela and other countries that are known for human rights abuses and trying to kowtow to them and and provide incentives for their dictators. Uh, But America needs to lead uh, with a principled vision And energy is a very vital part of that. In fact, we know from the IEA, for example, they've communicated to us that natural gas now accounts for about a quarter of global electricity generation. And in the United States, we know that natural gas fuels 37% of U.S. electricity generation just in the year 2022 and similar to 2021. However, in the future, they're forecasting a fall. So that doesn't bode well for the American economy or for American families. We've got to look at ways to unleash energy rather than curtail it. And I think it's time for our fellow Americans, our constituents to just communicate to legislators, enough is enough. We need pro-growth policies. We need policies that make a, a positive impact for families. And these are real kitchen table issues. When you look at your monthly budget and say, Energy is taking a huge bite out of our family budget. And in some cases, I've heard stories whereby individuals are saying, well, it costs me so much to go to work. I may have to look at a different job. Uh, It was a well-paying job. However, with gas prices going up, it really doesn't make a difference. So it does impact our fellow Americans. And uh, it's time for change. And I think as we look at what transpires in November, uh, our fellow Americans have an opportunity to support candidates that are open and, uh, you know, talking about advancing pro-growth policies for America. I think that's where we should be, you know, educating, informing our fellow Americans because a lot of times we get lost in the nitty-gritty details of this here, but, you know, don't look at the big picture of how policies make a big difference.
2: Well, no, that's exactly right, and there are so many impacts to everyone's everyday life. If the the price of your breakfast cereal went up at the store, well, there, there's a lot of different factors that play into that. But it cost fuel to get it there. It cost fuel to transport the ingredients to make it. That right there is a huge increase in the cost it takes to make it and get it to the store, which increases the price you have to pay. Uh, fuel and energy ties into a, a vast majority, I would say, of the economic impacts that we see on a day-to-day basis. And you're right. I think we get lost in the weeds sometimes. We, we get so caught up in the nitty-gritty details and the issue-by-issue arguments that we forget to look at the big picture and realize sometimes you've got one area like this one, like energy, uh, that if you change it, it changes almost everything. And that means that's something we need to focus on.
7: Absolutely, David. Let's look at what happened in India, for example. They had high energy prices. And so when the war broke out with Russia and Ukraine, um, in fact, India worked out a great deal with Russia. So they got oil uh, for, you know, pennies basically, and were able to supply their economy, which is dependent upon energy. And America, of course, America's families, America's businesses, they all depend upon energy. and effects, like you've mentioned rightfully, Dave, inflation at an all-time high, a 40-year high. And uh, these are things that uh, are certainly very disconcerting. On one side, the administration says that it cares about American families and about jobs in the future, but its policies are antithetical to all that we're seeing. And when you have uh, Rashida a congresswoman from Michigan, communicating to the oil industry and saying, listen, we want you guys to not invest a dime into oil exploration and the oil industry, uh, that's not the message that Americans want to hear. We want to hear where we can be once again Energy independent, like we were just a few years ago. And let's not forget even that with this 2 million barrel cut, oil uh, production cut uh, barrels per day that Saudi Arabia and OPEC have announced, that's going to make a difference. We're going to see an increase of 20 to 25% increase in the gas that we pay in just a few weeks' time. And that is just coming right around the uh, corner during the holiday season.
2: So well, the, the cheerful news you bring to us is it's about to get worse. Thank you, Joel. We appreciate that. <laughs> well, I think our fellow citizens
7: can do a great deal of good in November if they choose to.
2: It is, I'm just having a little fun because it's the facts, and there's nothing you can do about that. It is the way it is. Host of America's Roundtable, got a big show lined up.
7: Absolutely. We look forward. We just had Congressman uh, Mike Bost on America's Roundtable just this past weekend. We've got some special guests coming up in the weeks to come, including Victor Davis Hanson, uh, Mike Pompeo, and a great group of people that love America, America's patriots.
2: Joel Anand, host of America's Roundtable radio program and the co-founder of the International Leaders Summit. Always enjoy talking to you, my friend. Keep up the good work, will you?
7: Thank you so much, Dave. It's wonderful to be back on Super Talk uh, Mississippi and wish you all a great day.
2: We will continue on Middays Live in the Element Wealth Studios. Up next, uh, we're going to change the tone just a little bit. We've been kind of heavy for the past hour and a half. We're, we're going to light it up just a little bit when we come back here on Super Talk Mississippi. Keep it here.
4: Protect your home and office with Havard Pest Control, a family owned and operated business for 75 years. Havard provides termite and pest services with free quotes, low monthly payments, free recalls, and unmatched customer service. For more information, visit
12: HavardPest.com. At Gateway Rescue Mission, we feed hungry people. We offer shelter to people seeking life change. And we serve as sort of a beacon of hope that says, hey, God cares for you. I'm Rex Baker. Rescue Mission work is not glamorous, but we do see lives changed. Check us out at gatewaymission.org. Find out how you can get involved and join God at work here in Jackson and at Gateway Rescue Mission.
3: Hey guys, it's football season again and the College Corner is back to get you geared up for game day. We have significantly increased our inventory so there is even more to choose from. Still waiting in lines and fighting the big crowds in Starkville and Oxford? Come by and our staff will have you in and out and on your way. Want to score a touchdown at your next tailgate or homegate party? Then look for us online at collegecornerstore.com or come see us at our Ridgeland store and in Flowood. The College Corner, where it's our job to make your Saturdays great. This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree?
5: Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard, and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242.
6: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. So far, lawmakers have refused to extend postpartum Medicaid coverage from 60 days to a year. But in the wake of the Dobbs decision, it's an issue that could come up again. House Speaker Philip Gunn believes we need to explore ways to help people
13: get off Medicaid. Not exploring ways to put more people on Medicaid. So those are all, you know, philosophical conversations that, that we can have. Uh, that then, if you, you lay that type of, of reasoning over onto these social issues and you ask yourself to what extent can government solve those problems? And there are many social issues at work that government just can't fix.
6: Douglas Carswell with the Mississippi Center for Public Policy says it's difficult to oppose individual measures like extending postpartum coverage.
8: Because if you hose federal dollars at healthcare in Mississippi, while you still restrict the supply, you get massive increase in the costs.
0: Watch your favorite Super Talk shows in HD. Just go to SuperTalkTV.com. Ever wonder what goes on in the studio during the shows? Now you can watch what happens in HD. Super Talk TV. Streaming now on SuperTalkTV.com.
4: Twilight concerts at Renaissance are back. As Ratchet Entertainment presents L. King. Live Saturday, November 5th. L. King with Cameron Marlowe. now at twilightms.com. Don't miss El King with Cameron Marlowe in concert at Renaissance. Brought to you in part by Southern Beverage, Renaissance. Visit Ridgeland, Watkins Construction, Nukes, and First Commercial Bank. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group. Join Mississippi's
0: handyman, Buddy Slowick, every Saturday from 10 till noon as he broadcasts live from the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation Studio. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Gerard Gibbert. It is on. On Super Talk Mississippi. They
12: come from the cities and they come from the smaller towns. They beat up cars with guitars and drummers.
2: Welcome back, Super Talk, Mississippi Middays, live in the Element Wealth Studios. Dave Hughes here. And there is, Rhino shared this with me, and I've got to share this because, well, that's why he shared it with me. He knew I couldn't resist this one. It is an actual academic paper published in the Journal of Experimental Psychology. This is what they do with their time. They decided to do a study on humor, and specifically a study on what word pairs are the funniest. There is not a dud in the list. They are all perfect. The uh, least humorous are word pairs like cell bargain, uh, life friend, which sounds like something that... (laughs) So, sounds like something uh, that the uh, Democratic Party will come out with any minute now. This is my life friend. Oh, okay. Uh, schedule year. Insult nickname, which just sounds like, you know, you're filling in two blanks there. But the most humorous list. <laughs> Give you a smattering here, because you need some some levity in your Monday. You need a smile. And I have to agree with them. These word pairs are hysterical. Polka hooker. That, that's that's top drawer right there. Oh, yeah. Playboy parrot. I like that one. Uh, I'm just picturing a parrot in a smoking jacket. Rowdy bowels. <laughs> that one's sorry, actually... Sorry, honey, I got the rowdy bowels tonight. <laughs> Them tacos ain't agreeing. My favorite on the entire list, though, has to be, it was close, Turnip Tramp is right up there, Stripper Hippo. Stripper Hippo.
1: That's what happened when the Fantasia dancing hippos fell on hard times.
2: Well, that immediately leads me to another humorous word pair, Lethal Lap Dance. I mean, that that's what that's going to lead to, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Stripper Hippo. It brings me to another story, by the way. It's funny how things always just kind of tie in. They're having a big, huge controversy in San Jose right now. Somebody caught this on video. A fire truck with the San Jose Fire Department pulled up, lights going, whole nine yards. Pulled up in front of a strip club. The door opens, and a stripper in six-inch heels and a bikini gets out of the fire truck and goes into the strip club and then the truck pulls off. Some people are mildly upset. I I don't know why. Girls gotta get to work somehow. <sighs> Playboy parrot. That's another one by the way. Thought I'd share this and continue to share from this list because, you know, it's pretty awesome actually. Um uh, We've been hearing about the Great Resignation and how, you know, it's, people just don't want to work these days. now. Quiet quitting. Yes. Well, quiet quitting is just sitting down not doing nothing. Or more specifically, only doing what you're being paid to do instead of all the extra stuff you're asked to do. Well, the share of... Americans who quit or voluntarily left their jobs and immediately began looking for new employment. These are not people that don't want to work. These are people that left their job or got, you know, fed up with it, voluntarily left. They said, I'm done, walked out the door and immediately started looking for a new job. Hit 15.9% in September, the highest level since 1990. Now, these are not people that don't want to work, so that one's off the table. Sorry, they were working. The only difference is they did what has always been considered a fairly stupid thing to do, quit your job without another one to go to. That That's kind of commonly accepted wisdom, isn't it? You don't leave this one until you get another one lined up. 15.9% of the people quit without another job to go to, immediately started looking for another job, just got fed up and had had enough and walked out the door and said, okay, now what am I going to do? And immediately didn't, didn't go on benefits. They're not getting government money. They quit their job and went to somewhere else, trying to go to somewhere else. It kind of undermines the whole narrative that's been around for a while now. This isn't due to government benefits. This isn't due to anything other than people saying nope, done. Which brings me around to a somebody took a screenshot of their exit interview at their job, and they put. Well, I take that back. It wasn't a, a exit interview. It was a uh, a quiz that they were taking for HR. The screenshot, I've I've got it right here because I saved it because I went, what? The screenshot uh, shows a question they were asked. Which of the following items might help an HR professional drive employee retention and success? The three options were a raise and pay, additional responsibilities, and a ping pong table. The person who answered it chose a raise and pay. They were told that was incorrect. The correct answer was a ping-pong table. They marked a raise in pay and it said incorrect. Often when an employee leaves, it's not about the money. A good exit interview can help determine the real causes of employee discontent. I don't think we have hit a 32-year high in people leaving a job and immediately looking for another one because they didn't have a ping-pong table. I'm just guessing just my thought but that's where we're at so this is uh this was from the jobs report published on friday uh these statistics one in four job seekers told the job site last month uh, ziprecruiter.com that they feel so confident in the availability of jobs that they would quit their job without having another one lined up because they know they're going to be able to find one and Most likely find one paying better. Because that has been an interesting thing, an interesting trend. (laughs) Better not quit your day job. Yeah, exactly. Ceasefire text line. It's been an interesting trend over the decades, though. You hear all the time of people being told by employers that we don't want you working here just for the money. Well, that's kind of the, the whole thing, isn't it? Nobody takes a job for the fun of it. You you want the lights to come on when you flip the switch. It's the way it works. There's a little bit of a disconnect there, and it's going to be interesting to see how this settles out. Overall U.S. unemployment rate, 3.5%, which is where it was before the pandemic. So unemployment rate is low. People are quitting their jobs without another one to go to because they know they're going to find one because everyone's running around saying nobody wants to work anymore. We can't find anybody to work, which is true in a lot of cases. But I don't think we're examining why. And I think we're going to have to. or things will continue as they are continuing now. it's, It's funny the stories we tell ourselves, Rhino. Whether we are employers, employees, whatever, everybody has a story they tell themselves in their head, and most of the time it's at least partially bull. It just is. So, just thought I would share that statistic with you uh, before we continue down that road of that conversation that we seem to keep having. Um, guy in Alabama. 49 years old, old enough to know better, in other words, 49 years old, this guy was running a meth operation out of his apartment. Hmm. Oh, this gets incredibly stupid before we're done here. They have now arrested a ton of people. a a laundry list of people. They started investigating in the spring of 2020. They just finally arrested the guy and everybody else. Why? Because, well, they were collecting information like crazy. How? This criminal mastermind was running this out of his bedroom. He had installed a camera above the ceiling fan in his bedroom and recorded every single thing transaction. Every person that came in to bring the drugs, every person that came in to buy the drugs, and when they executed their search warrant, he had all that video saved. The prosecutors over there don't know how they're going to ever catch up with the paperwork. It's a, when I say it's a long list, I'm not exaggerating. It's dozens and dozens of people they're now arresting Because this genius decided to video everything. And just to make sure, you know, it wasn't a cheap camera. Oh, no, it recorded audio, too, including them calling each other by name. Final segment of Middays on this Monday. Live in the Element Wealth Studios up next.
3: Should have gotten original in Mitsubishi.
4: Get rid of that creepy old car you've been driving around in and upgrade to a new vehicle today at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. We have new inventory arriving daily with ghoulish deals. We have Mirage, Outlander, Outlander, Sports, and more, all in stock and more in transit. And we're offering super low 2.9% APR, which will save you thousands in finance charges. Is your credit history spooky? Our credit team will work to get you approved, no matter how many skeletons are in your closet. We want your trade. We'll give you a whole lot for whatever you're driving. Get alive. So come save like never before with scary good deals at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. We'll approve deal.
5: This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates its 100th year this month, and since its inception in 1922, the purpose of the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation has been to provide a unified voice for Mississippi agriculture in the legislative arena, promote farm markets, and serve as a leader in the state's agricultural community in the local, state, national, and international levels. In 1948, the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation assisted other agricultural stakeholders in forming the Mississippi Chemical. Corporation nitrogen manufacturing plant in Yazoo City. Then, in 1954, opened a state office adjacent to the Mississippi Capitol in Jackson. And in 1956, Warren County Farm Bureau became the 82nd and final county farm bureau to be chartered. And then, in 1974, Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation recorded its 100,000th member family. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Mississippi Agrinews Network. Have you ever heard the expression, beans are beans?
9: If you are in this room, you wouldn't agree. I'm in an area called trade integration at Pioneer. What's the trait being integrated? The Enlist E3 trait for soybeans. And what's it being integrated with? Ah, that's the really big news. The Enlist E3 trait is now integrated with Pioneer's own exclusive elite genetics. It's called Pioneer Brand A-Series Enlist E3 Soybeans. And there's no other soybean in the business like it. It has all the advantages of being part of a superior weed control system, similar to other soybeans. What those other soybeans don't have is exclusive Pioneer genetics that's designed for high-yield potential and strong defensive traits. So at first glance, yes, beans are beans. They may all look the same, but their differences show up at harvest. Pioneer brand A Series and List E3 soybeans, like no other.
0: We're here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 09. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3.
8: Are we going to do
0: this? Middays with Gerard Gibert.
4: Keep rolling. 3, 2, 1.
0: On Super Talk Mississippi.
2: The ceasefire text line, Louie from the 662, Rowdy Bowels sounds like a wrestling name. It does. Can you imagine the promos that would have been cut by some of the classic wrestlers against an opponent named Rowdy Bowels? Can you just picture it for a moment? You'll enjoy it. Don't forget, still my pick out of the list, Stripper Hippo. It's hard to beat that one. Uh... The, the uh, And you're welcome, Cole. Every once in a while, I mess up and pronounce something correctly. So thank you for noticing that. I appreciate that very much. Um, just was reading an interesting thing. Apparently, mail thefts have spiked and are now we, – we've seen a 17-fold increase nationwide in mail being stolen. And then they go through it, pick out all the checks, and post them for sale on the dark web. Now, when I say it's being stolen, uh, it's not from your mailbox at your house. That's that's too much effort. You you go where the source is, right? Well, Frank L. Burgo, the national president of the Postal Police Officers Association, said that arrests are down after a federal policy restricted their arrest powers. He says he would be reluctant to use the blue mailboxes outside of post offices right now. That was his comment. Because apparently they're going, they're hitting these things, they're cleaning them out, going through, opening up, seeing what checks are in there, and then posting them for sale on the dark web. If it's a $1,000 check, they'll post it on there for some other criminal to buy for $500. 700 Well, I don't know what the going rate is. Obviously, I'm not in the market. I haven't done any shopping there, so I don't know. We're seeing an increase in all of this stuff. And they're saying that this is being led by organized crime. So that's what we needed was one more frustration. I wonder if you could technically call it
1: organized crime with the auto thefts that are happening across the country. I've seen a spike of it reported in Memphis where Kia and Hyundai's, however you say that car company name, are being stolen with the tools, a screwdriver and a USB cord. Yeah. Where they will literally just hop in the car rip the steering column part, stick a screwdriver in it to pop out the ignition, and then the back end of the ignition, you just fit a phone charger over it and crank the car up.
2: That leads me to something that I want to say, because we're headed into the holiday season, and this has to be said every year, because this is a common thing. But I see it all year long. I've seen it all year with people reporting that they had their gun stolen out of their vehicle. Okay, step one. I don't care where you're parked. I don't care if you're parked at your sweet granny's house because she made a fresh batch of cookies and you wanted to stop by and check on her and have a a warm cookie. Who wouldn't want to do that? I don't care where you're at, how long you're there. You get out of your car, you lock it, period. There are no exceptions to that rule because we see so many security camera footages at people's houses where some creep comes walking up and just tries the door. And if it doesn't open, they move on. You can deter a lot of theft by just locking your vehicle every time you get out of it. Just lock the doors. Number two, why, why in the name of the rifleman, I'm invoking the the, the big shots here, why in the name of Rooster Cogburn are you leaving your weapon in your vehicle unattended, whether it's locked or not. Don't do that. Don't. There's never a good re- I don't care. I'm just running in for a minute. Grandma says the cookies are cooling off. Don't care. Take it with you. It's that simple. When you're out doing your Christmas shopping, because people are already doing that. I mean, Hobby Lobby wanted you to start back in May. So <laughs> a lot of people are just now really getting on board with it and starting it. Put, put the stuff you buy in the trunk. Don't leave it sitting on the seat because they'll break the window out and take it. There are a lot of things like this because, again, the, the instances you're talking about with the auto thefts.
1: Most it's being of the shared time, on TikTok
2: yeah. by groups calling themselves the Kia boys. But if the car is locked, they need more than a screwdriver and a USB cord to steal your car. It's a little more involved then, isn't it? So lock your cars. It's that simple. Lock your vehicle. I don't care where you're at, how long you're there, what you're doing there, whether it's in a good part of town or not, doesn't matter. Lock your vehicle. Some crimes contain their own punishment, though. Leave you with this one. Odessa, Texas. Teenager went into a local pharmacy and swiped a gummy bear. Came back in a few minutes later and collapsed on the floor. After grabbing a drink out of the cooler and just shotgunning it, what he had stolen was Little Nitro, the world's hottest gummy bear. Uh, they they, They called an ambulance for him. He was curled in the fetal position, sweating on the floor. Sometimes you get more than you ask for. Well, I'm going to be back next Monday, but you're not. Yeah, I'll be out. Yeah, you jerk. I mean, uh, have fun. Sorry. It was a PayPal-level typo, except audibly. (laughs) Have a wonderful week. I'll see you again Monday at 10 a.m. See you then, my friend.
0: A Super Talk Mississippi media production.